Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 459. These seven strategies save us thousands each year in taxes. Part one, by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I am your narrator, Dan. I'm here each Monday through Friday, and I always am reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. I am back today with a post from Philip Taylor. It's gonna be a two-parter because it's a bit on the longer side, so I'm gonna break it up into uh, two pieces for you. And before we get into that, today is the last day to be in our book raffle that's happening tomorrow. It is free and so easy to become a part of. Uh, Just come by oldpodcast.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. I'll give you a little reminder about that at the end of the show too. So for now, let's get to our post as we optimize your life. These seven strategies save us thousands each year in taxes. Part one, by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. It's time once again to start giving some thought to paying taxes. Who's excited? Okay, even though it may feel like a chore, it's wise to do a little analysis at the end of the year to see if there are any year-end tax planning moves you need to make. Remember, corporate returns are due on March 15th. Personal tax returns are due on Tuesday, April 17th, 2018, the last day to file taxes but you can file your taxes with the IRS as soon as you have them prepared and as soon as they are ready to start taking returns. But before the year is through, here are some things you can think about doing to decrease the amount of taxes you'll pay. In a general sense, I like to think about this topic in three ways. Three ways to think about year-end tax planning. When it comes to the end of the year, it's said that you should focus your tax planning efforts on three main areas, deferring or accelerating revenue, deferring or accelerating expenses, and expiring tax provisions. Let's take a look at each one and I'll follow that up by giving seven specific examples that I find useful. Category one, deferring or accelerating revenue. Generally speaking, the more revenue you have, the more taxable income you'll have and the more tax you pay. In most cases, it doesn't make sense to purposely reduce your revenue. I wanna earn less, said no one ever. But you may want to defer your revenue until next year. It's hard for a salaried employee to pull this off because your employer has all the control. But you could request that your boss pay you the end-of-year bonus in January. If you have taxable investments that have seen positive gains, wait until the new year to sell any off. If you're a contract employee or if you have revenue from a small business, you may want to wait to invoice your clients until just before the new year. Doing so would likely delay payment until next year and thus reduce your revenue and overall taxes due this year. Finally, if you're in retirement and you can manage it, stop taking retirement plan withdrawals from now until January. Keep in mind, once you start deferring revenue, you'll have to keep this practice up from year to year to keep pace. In other words, avoid having 13 months of revenue reported in one tax year. Category two, accelerating or deferring expenses. Generally speaking, the more deductible expenses you have, the less taxable income you'll have and the less tax you'll pay. In most cases, it doesn't make sense to increase your expenses just to avoid taxes, 
but it may make sense to accelerate your expenses. In other words, spend it now versus in the new year. Remember, it can't be just any type of expense. It should be tax-deductible expenses. Good examples include medical expenses, mortgage interest, charitable donations, taxes, including property, sales, state, and local, education, job-related expenses, and childcare expenses. Don't forget about taxable investing losses. To accelerate these expenses, you would simply need to pay them before midnight on December 31st. Like revenue, once you start accelerating expenses, you'll need to keep up this practice from year to year. Visiting with a tax pro is always wise to help you discover more ways to accelerate expenses. Category three, expiring provisions. Finally, there are the expiring tax provisions. Just like that last for sale item on the retail shelf, expiring tax provisions have a way of encouraging taxpayers to act. When it comes to this category, we should be talking about tax rate changes, like we saw last year, changes in limits and deductions or credits, and changes as to what is considered income. Rather than boring you with all of this year's expiring tax provisions, I'll just point you to the Joint Committee on Taxation's expiring provisions page. Take action. Okay, to sum all of this up, when you're trying to do tax planning at the end of the year, it's important to focus on three areas, revenue, expenses, and expiring provisions. Be sure to ask yourself, based on my current situation, is it beneficial and possible to defer or accelerate my revenue? Based on my current situation, is it beneficial and possible to defer or accelerate my expenses? And are there any expiring tax provisions that I need to take advantage of? Without further delay, here are my seven specific year-end tax strategies and moves you can make to minimize your tax season success. One, maxing out 401k or 403b contributions. This is probably the biggest single move anyone can make at the end of the year to help their tax situation. Take a look at your last paycheck and see how much you've contributed. Compare that to the annual maximum allowable contribution. Make an adjustment to your contribution percentage so that you get as close to the max as you can. Unlike the rest of these deductions, it doesn't matter if you think we'll have higher tax rates next year or not. You only get one shot at the annual maximum, so take advantage. You should also strive to make maximum contributions to your other retirement, traditional IRA, and health savings accounts, HSA. But the deadline for those isn't 1231. It's April 15th of next year or your tax filing date. So maybe wait till later to make these contributions. But remember, you'll need to have the HSA open before the end of the year to qualify for this year's contributions. The remainder of these personal deductions are going to depend on if you think tax rates will be higher next year and or if you think some deductions are going to go away like a cap on charitable deductions. That said, I do not expect taxes to go down for me anytime soon. The voters have shown they want a bigger entitlement state and there will continue to be pressure to increase taxes to keep up. When looking at my personal situation, I'm taking as many deductions as I can this year. My business income isn't guaranteed and it's constantly fluctuating. I have no idea if I'll make more or less next year than I did this year. Additionally, even if rates stay the same for me, some tax deductions may be capped based on my income. So I would want to take as many deductions as I can this year if they are going away for someone at my income level. It's hard to know what will happen, so I'm following a take-what-I-can-get strategy. Two, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled These Seven Strategies Save Us Thousands Each Year in Taxes by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. 
Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And I will get to the other six strategies tomorrow. Now, one way to make tax season a breeze is by tracking your income and expenses. And we have a spreadsheet to help you do just that. It comes with a video tutorial as well. It is free and it gets sent to you automatically if you are part of our weekly newsletter. So to join, just visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. Or if you're in the US, you can also text us. You can text the word financial to the number 44222. And make sure you join by tonight at midnight because that's when we'll be giving away a book to a random person on the mailing list. We give away a book on the first of each and every month. So again, to join, that's oldpodcast.com and you'll enter your email address there or simply text the word financial to the number 44222. And that's it for today. Have a happy Thursday, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow in the Friday show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.